Hi, I'm Mason Dukacek, and I wanted to share a couple thoughts with you that I think may be helpful to you and your business. Years ago, I had the opportunity to meet an executive and business owner in Daytona Beach, Florida by the name of Mike Panaggio, and he ran a company called Direct Mail Express, and he said something to me that I never forgotten. He said, Mason, think of yourself as the customer. When in doubt, think of yourself as the customer and act accordingly. And you know, I can't tell you how many times that I have reflected on that conversation and put his advice to good use. Recently, a business owner in Tulsa, Oklahoma launched a, small, a new medical clinic and had a landline installed and found out a few days later that she needed um, call forwarding. And she called AT&T and it was unbelievable. And what I mean by that was the artificial intelligence, you know, the, the, hi, you know, you've reached us, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, go ahead and you know, tell us what you're trying to accomplish so we can route your call accurately. Well, long story short, you know, the, the main request was we need to get caller, uh, caller, uh, call forwarding and couldn't talk to a live person. And literally that call took through getting, got, she got transferred to one person. Oh, you're in, you're, you've reached the retail department. Uh, you, we need to contact you with the commercial or business accounts. So they routed her back into voicemail jail, if you will. She had to go through the whole rigmarole again. Got, finally got a live person to pick up the phone. Oh, we're sorry. Um, that's, Tulsa, Oklahoma is not in our region. Uh, we need to route you. And she, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, who am I talking to? Um, next thing you know, disconnected. Back to the drawing board. Literally, it took 53 minutes of going through the a terrible customer experience to get nowhere and come back to the drawing board to the very beginning. Terrible experience. And tried it again. Same thing happened. Finally got fed up, called her rep, the, the person at AT&T, who, who, the, the sale, person in charge of sales, who, who answered the count and said, help me. And sales rep was very, very kind, very eager to help and allowed, you know, and basically put on speakerphone so that she could hear what the sales rep was doing. And the sales rep went through the exact same experience. And the sales rep was like, when, it, when the uh, person on the other end of the line was trying to help the sales rep help the business owner, the, the sales rep was like, look, I work for AT&T. Who do I talk to that can get this done? And what is your name? And what is your name? And the person said their name. What is your last name? And the person's like, I'm not required to give that. These are coworkers for the same company and presumably trying to help the customer. And what I guess the takeaway from this was that somebody somewhere, I mean, sure, they all say, hey, you know, this call may be monitored for training purposes, but how can anybody be listening with experiences like that taking place? when a representative of AT&T couldn't get help on something as simple. And we're not talking about something complicated. We're not talking about a service that is brand new. We're talking about call forwarding, which has been around for, I don't even know, 15, 20 years at least. And AT&T's own employee couldn't get it done. Now, what's the solution? I would suggest that there are some managers and supervisors, probably the ones that are, that are um, applying pressure and, and quotas and, and sending these sales reps to these 
seminars and trainings on how to become better sales reps. Well, it doesn't matter if you, they've got new three, uh, sales reps bringing in two or three new accounts in the front door, if they got twice that popping out the back door because of experiences like this. And my suggestion is, you know, maybe some of those folks at AT&T in this particular case, and I'm just picking on them because this is what this business owner experienced and I saw it happen firsthand. Instead of, oh, we're listening to phone calls for training purposes, why don't you actually try it? See what it's like to be a customer. Think of yourself as a customer. Call in. See how you get treated. See who you talk to. See how long it takes. See what the frustrations are. See what works well. See what doesn't. And then go about fixing it. Because if you, I mean, what a terrible position for the sales rep to be in because the sales rep was actually trying to help the customer, but because of the systems that were in place that the sales rep didn't build, the sales rep was in the worst position possible because they can't help the customer, they can't get the problem solved, and they're still held accountable for sales results too. So, I mean, it was literally like the customer torture department, not the customer service department. So, again... As Mike Panagia says, think of yourself as the customer. And if you don't guess, my challenge you pick up the phone, call in. Um, if, and if you're not taking the time as a leader or manager to do that, then hire professional mystery shoppers who give detailed reports so that you can accurately get a feel for what the customer experiences of experiences. And then think of yourself as a customer. What did you like? What did you not like? what needs to be fixed, and then go about making efforts to fix it. So anyway, hope that's helpful to you, and we'll catch you next time.